Morning, Letitia. You've been up since 3 a.m. Yeah, that was a rough night. Jet but, lag um, is a killer, isn't it? I don't know if it's the jet lag, but um, <laughs> something. Yes, let's just call it something. But um, good to be alive and here in D.C. It, um, uh, day three for absolutely. us. It's been fantastic to be recording the Love Your City podcast uh, here from Washington, D.C. Yes. And this morning, I want to say we landed the big fish, but after the interview, I don't think that's the right way to say it because in this movement, one of the features is there is no big fish. Yep. Um, so, but tell us who we interviewed this well, morning. Well, yeah, the, the founder of Movement Day, yeah. Mac Peer, mm. um, just a humble man. Absolutely. And uh, really appreciated getting to know him over the years and yeah. appreciate his time this morning. So yeah. I think we'll and be he, inspired. He's a, he's a uh, citizen of New York City and, yeah. and really New York City has been uh, at the forefront of this whole deal. Yeah. Um, and yet such humble beginnings, such almost, I want to say, desperate beginnings. Yeah, um, and I love that he's uh, working out in his own locality and city yeah. uh, what he's preaching around the world. Yeah, absolutely. So enjoy our interview with Dr. Mac Peer. Well, we are delighted to have with us uh, the founder of Movement Day, yes. uh, Mac Peer. Uh, Dr. McPeer, thank you, Mac, so much for joining Great us. Great to be here. Yeah. It is still dark outside in the morning. <laughs> so well, I'll tell you what, we, we're a little bit like Norway in the winter here, so we don't get too much sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. It's great to be here. Um, Mac, tell us, let's go right back to the beginning. City gospel movements, New York City, where did this all begin for you? Yeah, the, the roots of the story uh, in New York really go back to the, uh, I would call it a... Uh, probably a 25-year period of crises in our city. It began in the 1970s when a couple things happened. Uh, We had the uh, crack cocaine epidemic happening uh, in in parts of our city. And then uh, in the 1970s, we had another crisis where uh, landowners in the Bronx decided to uh, burn their buildings rather than collect, rather than try and sell them, mm. and almost half of the Bronx burned to the ground. Wow. And <clears throat> the city almost came to bankruptcy during that period of time. Mm. So the city was really in a time of a several decade season of trauma. And against that backdrop, uh, in the early 1980s, uh, I had been exposed to a model of, of bringing churches together to pray together. Mm. And I sat down with two colleagues from uh, Here's Life Inner City in 19, uh, 1987. And I'd never met them before, but I, I asked the question, what, could, we, could we invite some churches together to pray together? And we committed to invite 16 churches to come pray together mm-hmm. on a Friday night in my church in uh, Queens, New York City. And we put the plan together. Uh, we invited everybody, and then when February 5th rolled around, we had 75 churches that showed mm. up. Wow. And what, what we saw in that moment was such a hunger on the parts of churches mm. to, to be together, to do something together. Uh, we recognized that what the city was going through was much bigger than yeah. uh, anything that, that we could do together. And the other crisis that, that began in 1984 with a shooting on the subway, a mm. German guy shot five unarmed African-American guys, and wow. it launched a decade of violence in New York that culminated in uh, 2,400 murders in 1994. We had eight murders a day for a year. Wow. And against that background, churches began praying together. It really picked up momentum. And then uh, 
over 30 years, we've had about 2,000 churches praying together in some form, about a quarter of a million people. And the, the macro answers to prayer that we saw were uh, the murder rate declined 70% in five years yeah. from 1995 to 2000. And then uh, Tim Keller and I started a church multiplication alliance mm -hmm. around 2000. And the, the 2009 research indicated that over a 20-year period, uh, evangelical Christianity in Manhattan grew 300% in 20 years. Wow. So it was the combination of all those factors that, that pointed us to do our initial gathering in 2010. The, the 2009 research was so compelling, we mm. had no idea yeah. that, that things were stirring at that level uh, in Manhattan. And we just we felt like it was important to just bring friends together and talk about our cities. Yeah, yeah that's brilliant. So where did this passion for cities come from? Mac, whenever you get up and speak, it, it just comes out of who mm -hmm. you are. Where did that begin for you? I would say it, it comes from a couple of influences. Uh, I, uh, I, I describe my spiritual journey really as, I call it three conversions, a con conversion to Jesus, a conversion to the unity of the church, which was really at the same time back in 1976, and then the conversion to the city uh, really came a little more slowly actually came as I was in New York I I moved to New York in 1984 thinking I would be going back to North India mm. and then uh, after being in our in our neighborhood our neighborhood speaks a hundred languages Wow! and I realized that that our whole the whole world had moved into my neighborhood mm. and then I was also very much influenced uh, by my work with Ray Bakke uh, Ray was asked by Billy Graham in 1974 to go study the cities of the world and Ray traveled to 250 cities of a million or more mm. and began uh, mentoring, training doctoral students. Uh, so I, I actually did the doctoral training with Ray 20 years ago. So I got to really journey with Ray starting in 1995. And in fact, the, the, uh, the forerunner to Movement Day was uh, uh, we, did a, we did an urban consultation in 1995 for 95 leaders. Mm from New York that just spent two days together. We visited each other's churches and ministries and, and the consultative model really shaped mm. uh, Movement Day. It's, it's not intended to be just a conference and inspiration. We really want to share models, learn mm. from each other. We want it to be uh, intellectually rigor rigorous mm. uh, as well as spiritually deep. So I, that's really been the DNA of Movement yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Mac, I'm interested. You, you described there a, a drastic reduction in crime and all that, that, the impact of that prayer on New York. I'm interested to know what were the churches actually doing practically in that time? So there's the prayer. Was, was there some practical outworkings that you see were key yeah, through that of time? The, one of the, uh, one of the, one of the uh, dimensions of the church in New York, which is not a story that is not well told, is that uh, the the Church of New York is really in the trenches mm. with the city. We're really in the trenches with the poor. We're really in the trenches uh, doing all kinds of outreach. Mm. Uh, so one of the, one of the uh, things we found out from our same researcher friend, Tony Carnes, is that the city of New York, or the Church of New York in New York City every year contributes a billion dollars of mm. gift in kind to the city. Wow. wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and that that's... A dimension of the work that gives the gospel real credibility mm. um, and one of the things that we found in New York uh, New York has the greatest disparity between rich and poor of any city in the world and mm. that we found in New York it's true in general but it's really true in New York there tends to be 
an inverse relationship between affluence and spiritual receptivity. So 90, over 90% of the churches in New York are either minority or international. Yeah. And it, it really reflects the global church in a significant way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say the, uh, the least likely person to go to church on a Sunday is a white male between 40 and 50. Because mm. uh, mm-hmm. in some ways, New York is, is very European in that regard. Yeah. Uh, very secular, very resistant. Uh, but God has brought the, uh, the global awakening in the global south to New York and other major cities wow. in, in Europe and in North America. Mm. Yeah. Brilliant. No, very good. So <coughs> we're here this week with leaders from around 180 cities. Um, what you started in New York has mm. grown, flourished. Is that what you had hoped for from the beginning, or is, <laughs> have you been surprised? Well, it's a little bit like the, it feels like the early days of the prayer movement. Uh, yeah. We, we, we're just trying to catch up with it. Yeah, yeah. Well. It's very organic. Um, mm. uh, I, I, th- I think what's happening, well, a couple things. I'm, I'm really a big believer in the promise that, that God gave to Abraham in Genesis 12 uh, to, be, to see all the nations of the earth uh, prosper as a result of God's promise to Abraham. And what I see happening is that God's doing a couple things. He's, he's bringing the nations of the world into the neighborhoods of our cities. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that's happening. Yeah. And secondly is that really since the prayer movement of the 1980s, God has raised up a community of leaders uh, enormous passion, enormous humility, uh, who don't care who gets the credit. Yeah. Mm. And, and God, really, uh, God really breathes on, on, I would call it, intelligent humility. Yeah. Mm. And so it, it really, it surprised us. Uh, the meeting we had two years ago in New York, mm. uh, we had 400 cities that showed up. I'm pretty sure it was the largest missions conference, especially geographically, that New York had in 100 years. Wow. And uh, so just God's just surprising us all the time. So mm. that's a long answer to your question, but yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Um, well, we thank you for your time yeah, this morning. We know you're well travelled. Before we let you go, we'd love to hear your best Australian <laughs> accent, um, Mac. You've been to Australia. Uh-huh. You want to hear my best? Yeah. Well, it's seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's a good day, mate. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's yeah, very good. You, you so it's very good. Yeah. Well, yeah thanks Mac, for your work. And, and what you've just said there, you know, the, the humility, the intelligent yeah. humility, you embody that, mm. and it's great. It's great. We really appreciate the impact you're having globally, um, the impact of movement.org, and and uh, it's thrilled. Little old Australia is getting swept up in it as well. Um, well, Australia <laughs> is an in, interesting uh, part of the world where uh, it, Australia really has generated, in my observation. Uh, a, a disproportionate amount of global leadership given the size of yeah. the community. So we're very thankful for yeah. what's yeah. happening there. So. We're thankful too, mate. So thanks for joining us this morning. You're welcome. And thanks. Go and have some breakfast. Yeah, we will. Thanks, <laughs> Thank <laughs> thanks you. mate. Letitia, you've known Mac for some years now. I'm interested from that little chat we just had then, what, what stood out to you the most? Yeah, I think his um, three three conversions he's had. Mm. Never really heard of it, um, him say that before, but his conversion to Christ. Mm conversion to the unity of the body and the, his conversion to the city yeah. and, and I love that and yeah. I think yeah it is a bit like that and you've had a similar experience yeah, I yourself. S- I would say I, I wouldn't have used that language before so I've got I've got uh, new language to use but um, yeah I think that's so true my conversion to Christ many years ago uh, then becoming g- getting into pastoral ministry and, and really cutting my teeth in a, a competitive environment um, where churches didn't unify they, they competed yeah 
Um, but then moving to Toowoomba where unity had been a strong thing and, and really not, not asking for it, but just going, yeah, this makes sense. It, it, wasn't, just a, it wasn't just a buy into that because that's how we do it in Toowoomba. Mm. It was it was a conversion because the, it, it's theological, mm. you know. It's there in John seventeen, it, it, and and John seventeen flavors the rest of Jesus' commands that we would be one. Yeah, and yeah, and then um, a logical then next step to looking at the city and yeah. and being unified for the sake of the city. Jesus says, "Let them be one, so that they may know that I'm in them," and you know all that sort of thing. And mm. um, it's early in the morning, so you're asking me theological <laughs> questions, and I'm you're doing well struggling. <laughs> um, but yeah, just uh, that, to hear Mac say that i think uh, again you just you just see that this is god's work yep it's, it's exceptional it is exceptional yeah. no so just a lot of great stuff coming out from our chat with him yeah, and uh, what they've accomplished in new yeah, york no and doubt. still a long way to go but so encouraging and I, f- I find myself actually just time after time being involved with this and i feel it myself but to see it in other people just what matt called it intelligent humility but yeah. there is no like i said in the intro there is no big fish here. Yeah. There's no superstar. There's mm. no person who's like up there in lights that we're all emulating and everything mm. like that and we're lining up to get a little bit of time with. Mm. Everyone's so generous. Everyone's so humble. And everyone is just, there's this sense of awe. And so accessible um, yes. as well. I mean, yes. I just emailed Mac last night and yep. yeah, sure, you'll do the podcast. Yeah. So I love that yep. there's no green room. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's uh, so good. Hey, Facebook. We yes. are on Facebook. Love Your City podcast. Um, we are starting to put a lot more, uh, s- what do you call it, um, additional information yep. um, up on our Facebook page. Um, things like some videos and some stuff we've picked up while we've been here in, in DC. And uh, so get on our page. It's just Love Your City. You'll see our nice aqua logo with the black lines on it. And if you like it and you get notifications there, check into us every now and again and you'll see some, some additional information to these podcasts. And share the podcast episodes. Yes, we'd love you to share it as well. Um, and so uh, that would be excellent. Leticia, as always, it's been great to be joined by you. Thank you, Sam. Early in the morning. <laughs> Early in the morning. Sometimes when I say that, you sound like you don't feel the same way, but that's okay. I'll <laughs> I just, love uh, being with you, I'll Sam. I'll harden up and, and move on. All right. Thank you. Let's go have some breakfast. Yep.